Today is Monday, March 5th, 2012. This is episode 216. Welcome to Countless Screaming Argonauts. I'm T-Fab P, the Fabulous Penguin. And I'm Max. Max, at least you're no Rush Limbaugh, huh? <laughs> now, we just released 214. 215 is coming out any second now. So this is 216. It, it'll be a little bit old news, but it, it is worth mentioning. Um, uh, yes, I, I'm not Rush Limbaugh. I'd like to think I'm nowhere as close to Rush Limbaugh. I'm not in any way like Rush Limbaugh. I don't think anybody oh. is, is like him. Um, I think he's a whore, really, kind of a prostitute. Yeah, I, I, you know, even though, <laughs> even though he got in trouble for saying that, we can, we can. But, well, and you don't have to say it. I'll, I'll own it. I, I, I think Rush is is a prostitute and 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 a talk show slut, and then he'll say anything for cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I agree. Um, I, nothing have you said so far? Uh, what I disagree with. Right. I just want I you know and like we said as we were talking getting ready to start the show he's not worth a change of underwear you know a I mean? lot of a lot of our effort so he's not true. worth a lot of our effort but the one thing I'm going to say is that the thing that bothers me the most is that I think he gives a voice to a small section of people and that when he says something like that there's a small group of people who agree with him and who feel that he's right on target and that is fucking scary. Well, but he makes what? 30 or 60 million dollars a year, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that means that a lot of people are listening to him. They're paying big bucks. Sure, but I think that there are some people who listen to him and say, "Oh, that's just rush." And, and mm-hmm. continue to listen to him. But there is a core group of people who say, "You know, damn it, Rush is right. She was a slut." And and yeah. there's a problem with that. That's that's really scary out there. That really, really is. Uh, yes. Um, and, and I have a, a vague sort of sidebar reference to that, a, a story I want to get to about a model in New York who – Well, why don't we jump right to that because like we said, Rush isn't worth, <laughs> Rush isn't worth right. the time of day. There's this, this woman who was being slandered in a blogger uh, – web page someone was saying that she was skanky and a whore and calling her names and she sued but she didn't know who it was so she sued google in order to find out the information right and and basically she got uh, google did not give out the woman's name turns out it was a woman that she knew who was writing these things Mm -hmm. And, and suggesting she was sexually promiscuous. Promiscuous, thank you. Okay. All I could get to was prolific. Um, which, of <laughs> which course, could be that too. <laughs> it could be one without the other. Right. Even if she was, ain't nobody's business but her own. Sure. It was damaging her career. And so my question to you is, do you think that did you hear about it? Do you know what the result was? I did not hear about it. All I have is, is what you've told me. And I have an opinion, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, that, that's good. So uh, she went to, to New York State Superior Court, which is the lowest state court, 
uh, New York State Supreme Court, and, and uh, where she prevailed. And Google turned over the IP address, and the woman got the the model got the IP address and and the email address of the person who was slandering her. Mm-hmm. She prevailed, and so my first question is: Do you think that's right? Well, my answer to that is, and, and you know me, I'm I'm pretty libertarian in terms of the internet. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll start out there. Okay. Um, however. I think that if you're talking about something that is quote unquote been established as slander, which it sounds like this was, she went to court, right? And the court agreed. The woman with her called her a whore, right? And and the court agreed with her that it was slander, right? Then I think that you're talking about something else. You're not talking about you're not talking about the internet freedom on the internet. You're talking about anonymity on the internet, and I think you lose that when you get you know when you slander somebody. And I think okay, that if you yeah. were making racist statements, it would be the same thing. You think if you called someone horror, a whore on your radio show that that would be a slander? Uh, you know, um, <laughs> well, you, yeah, well, you know, we, we, you and I had this discussion once where we referred to Sarah Palin as a media whore. And yeah. then we kind of backtracked a little bit on that. But not really. But we did back up a little bit and we had a discussion about whether that would be appropriate or not. And, and, you know, there are some issues with that. When we said that, we were not – we were using uh, – we weren't using the word whore in a sexual way. We were using it in terms of saying that she sold herself for the media dollar. For media attention. Right. Well, I, th- I think the term media whore as a unit is, is an accepted practice. You don't have to split the two in this case. Right. And certain people are media whores, and it's at least arguable that Sarah Palin is one. Right. If this woman, Sandra Fluke, could demonstrate that his calling her that was slander, I would sue the shit out of him. If she can prove that she has suffered harm because of that, and that's going to be really difficult. You know, I mean, if she lost her job because of it or something like that, I mean, it's going to be difficult to prove that she has suffered loss. I don't think so. I don't know. You may, maybe you're right. Um, I, I heard something on the order of she was she was either talking about someone else or or uh, standing in for someone else. In the, she was referring to she, somebody else who um, who needed birth control because of a medical situation. Right. And, and so it it wasn't actually – her talk wasn't referring to herself anyway. Right. So, But, but you know, you have a little bit of a background in, in legal stuff. Slander yeah. is very difficult to prove. I can tell you that the John Peter Zanger case, which is actually the, the first precedent for this in our country and happened before the United States was the United States, established – truth is an absolute defense in other words if this woman prostituted herself actually then she, then she has she won't win mm-hmm. but since she's talking about another person uh and she is not actually a whore right i i think she'll but win that because, doesn't that person that other person have to come forth and testify to that fact and do you want that kind of publicity and or 
national well, attention. But see, I think she's already got the national attention. Well, and, and it's unwanted. Yes. Although maybe uh, she she went and testified before Congress voluntarily. So, uh, but she testified in somebody else's behalf, mm-hmm. and he referred to her as a whore. Right. So, so I, I think she's I think she's got a slam dunk lockdown lead pipe cinch case. I would hope so. I, I honestly would hope so, and I hope she would sue the shit out of him. I'd sue him for his radio program, and then I'd put on it uh, rap, Rachel Maddow. rap music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Screw them. Screw him and screw them. Yeah, I'm just not so sure that that's a real easy thing. I mean, you, you know, if if she's going to say I'm not a whore, then she's going to have to prove that, right? So are they going to dig well, through her past and find out if she had if she slept with five guys? Uh, what's the no, definition? Because that wouldn't make her a whore. She would have to have slept with one person for money or a gift. So if on the stand, no. so if on <laughs> the stand, there. if on the stand, somebody says to her, "Did you ever have sex?" And a guy gave you a gift after it, and she said yes. What does that make her? That makes her a woman who got a gift after sex. Right. Well, the the, the tax code would say that's money. Uh, yeah, I disagree with you there. If, if it's a hundred and fifty, if it's a if it's a thousand dollar pair of gold earrings, we're not talking about uh, the buck for a uh, you know for a bottle of uh, cheap perfume. We're talking about a gift. Yeah, and I don't I don't know criminal law, but I'm I'm almost sure. There has to be a quid pro quo established ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if he calls her up the next day and and says, I want to come over and brings her some diamond earrings, that's not a quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. If he says, I'll give you some diamond earrings if you fuck me, that's <laughs> then she's a whore. Right. But it's what about but what about if they call him to the stand? And he said, "Oh yeah, it was just a one night stand. I, you know, I, I gave her the earrings because I appreciated the sex." It doesn't matter if it's after the fact. Yep. The, I I don't know. I don't know if I would want my name and my sexual history dragged through the press. Well, and it would be hard, no pun intended, <laughs> on her uh, to have that happen. Sure. But that's that's part of the point. It's he's damaged her. She now has to fight to get back to zero. Right. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I agree. I, you yeah. know, I think that she should sue the shit out of him. I'm just not sure that it will, uh, that it would benefit her to have. Yeah. Those. Uh, and, and the thing is, it'll never get there. Right. Uh, she, she sues him and his sponsors, his radio station. Somebody makes it go away. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a. Oh, uh, sure. There'll be a, a huge settlement, I'm sure. A Privacy clause, you know, we we won't discuss the terms of the settlement. Right. So now we but should then, move on to something else, right? Because we don't uh, want to give Rush yeah. the. Uh, no, right. he doesn't deserve it. Um, you don't know uh, about you don't know about Rick Santorum's ad. I keep thinking you're going to say Rick Santorum's ass. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, what ad? Tell me about Rick Santorum. Okay, so ad. Rick Santorum did an ad that is like a almost a carbon copy. Of the Apple 1984 Super Bowl ad, uh huh. You know, you got these drones marching towards. Uh, you know, instead of marching towards the screen, they're marching towards Mitt Romney. Yeah. And at the very, very end, one of the people stops and reconsiders and takes off his. He, they're they're all like in 
black and white and gray. Right. And he right. takes off his shirt and he's got like a color shirt under it. So he stands out in this crowd. It's not a sweater vest? No, it's not a sweater vest. But it stands out in this crowd and he basically says, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, fo- you know, be the sheep. I'm going to follow Rick Santorum because I think he's right kind of thing. And Rick Santorum. I hope he says that. Really? It can't be that, those words. Well, no, it's not exactly those words, but that's okay. the point of the ad. Right. And, and you know, um, it, 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 I'm not sure. It, it bothered me because, well, it bothered me because it's a copy of somebody else's ad. You know, yeah. it, starts, it starts there. So you think it's like sampling? No, I don't think it's sampling, but, I, you know, it, it's it's like – I don't know how to, how to explain it. But, I mean, you know, if the opening of the Apple ad is a group of these drones marching towards a screen and the opening of Santorum's ad are these drones marching towards Rick Santorum in a factory, it's the same ad. Oh, yeah, yeah. He clearly is, is playing off the Apple ad, and he's putting himself in the role – of the revolutionary, the way apples Absolutely. put themselves in the Absolutely. role of the revolution, right? And basically, you know, he's, he's saying that you know these you are lemmings, you know, following uh, blindly following Mitt Romney or whatever. Uh, right. the, you know, the the crowd has you know placards that say that they're pro Romney. You know, and, and right, uh, right, and, and, and he runs to the front of the line and, and basically turns. And you have a problem with this because. It's borrowing because it's Rick Santorum? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Basically, you know? It, it like I said, from the from the from my feeling, it's I don't think that Rick Santorum is revolutionary. Well, no, I don't and think so. Either. I think it's kind of funny to to set himself up as you know, some Orwellian revolutionary is, you know, mildly amusing. I can't even picture Rick Santorum wearing colors. <laughs> well, yeah, probably not. But I love Rick Santorum right now. I hope he does extremely well. I, to, to get back to our original discussion, there seems to me to be, if not a concerted effort, then at least a willingness to accept on the part of the Republicans an out-and-out attack on women. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. And that's why they're going to lose. And I heard that there were 8 million more women who voted in the last election than men. Mm -hmm. And uh, also I heard that, you know those swing voters? Yep. You know who they are? Women, a lot of them. There are a lot of them suburban middle class women and i know a few suburban middle class women and i ain't heard anything from any of them that sounded anywhere at all interested in either rick santorum or rush limbaugh or 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 mitt romney for that matter Mm -hmm. you know all this stuff is jive and i've heard a lot of people saying can you fucking believe it? Right. Well, yeah. I, a lot of people would say that, I'm sure. They're so sensational. They're so off the charts. I mean, Rick Santorum, I, I watched the tape of him, and he came really, really close. You could see where he stopped himself from saying the purpose of sex is to make babies. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. 
You know, you know, if if I, it's almost they come really close to saying to telling women whether or not and how they should have sex, mm-hmm. and they don't like it. And you hope that there's enough smart women out there that will see that and understand that. But like I was oh, referring to with, but I, that's why I want Santorum. Right. There. Well, I hope that that's true. But like I said before, you know, just like people who listen to Rush Limbaugh and believe everything that he says. There's a core group of – I'm sure there's a core – well, first of all, there's a core group of religious zealot crazy people who, well, who yes. lap everything up – lap every drop of him up. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. There are people who who believe that women should be barefoot and pregnant right, and in right. the kitchen. And that's – you know. And, you know, in, in the back of the church. But those people are not going to pick our next president. No, they're going to vote Republican no matter what, right. so we can ignore them. Right, right. And unfortunately, the country can pretty much <laughs> ignore me too because there's no way I'm going to vote for anybody that that those people approve of. Right. Well, I mean that's that's good. That's good from your part. That's good oh, from right. your but point the, of view. But the thing is, how do you get the people in the middle, the people who say, ah, oh, I think the country's headed in the wrong direction, mm. to vote for you? And one way you don't do it is by saying, shut up and do me because I want to knock you up. Right. Right, sure. And you also don't do that by being a Mormon. I have to throw that in. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I mean, let's face it. Mormons tend to have Catholic amounts of children. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, it, well, the funny thing was they asked Mitt Romney what he thought of this whole birth control argument. And he said, <laughs> I don't want to get involved in the argument between a husband, right. a man and a woman, a husband and wife about birth control. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, he turned around and he said, oh, yeah, I'm in favor of the Blunt Amendment because uh, it's, you know, it's a religious right. But one thing you don't see him do a lot is speak about his religion. He, he will defend he, – he will attack the Democrats by saying that they are attacking religion. Right. But then he, he, he steps right on because he does not want to stop and talk about his religion. Yeah, I – you know, yeah. So um, – and as far as, you know, birth control, do, do Mormons practice it? I, I really don't know. Oh, they have to ask the uh, alien, don't they? Whether it's okay or not. <laughs> have you heard about this show, uh, 19 and Counting? Yes. Yes. Did we talk about that before? No, we haven't, but I, I'm aware of the show. All right. Well, now that I brought it up, I don't I don't care to talk about it. It <laughs> makes me sick. Good. Well, listen, let me bring up one other thing, and then I'll turn it back to you. All right. Okay? Now, here's the question, Max. Is this racism or is this stupidity all right so here Mm -hmm. okay walt disney or actually disney the company right right, makes billions of dollars they do okay one of the way that they tie things together is that they use some of their characters Mm -hmm. to promote product Mm-hmm. Okay, now if you go to Disney World or Disneyland and you go into one of the shops, you can buy Disney candy. I didn't know that. Okay, okay. it's Disney candy, and there is a line of. You, are, are you familiar familiar with the candy dipping sticks? 
I think so. It's a candy stick. You dip it in candy powder. You lick it. You know, it's a sugar rush, whatever. Right, right. So Disney has all the Disney princesses on the covers of the different flavors. Okay. Okay. Disney has one black princess. Would you care uh-huh. to would you care to guess what flavor candy she's on the cover of? I don't know, chocolate? Watermelon. No. <laughs> Racism or stupidity, Max? Oh, that's just stupidity. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Okay, now I would have agreed with you until I read some articles about how Disney put little pornographic what you call it in, in a lot of their programming stuff that are, you know, they're just there, right. you know, and stuff like that. Suggestive, hidden. Right. And so to me, that says maybe that this is sort of like a hidden message type. All right. Well, but the thing, the reason that I think against that is Disney was one of the first companies to come out and say, we are going to extend medical benefits, full benefits to domestic partners of our gay employees. Okay. Disney was also one of the first companies to produce animated porn. Really? Yes. In in, in the 1930s at a meeting of – in the 1930s at a meeting of um, like their animators and stuff, they produced for that – for that get-together – a pornographic movie. I think it involved Mickey Mouse. I'm not positive it was him or another character. That'll give new meaning to Steamboat Willie. <laughs> right. And that also will give you, you know, I mean, we're talking about the first, the first, you know, illustrated porn, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I think it was Og that made the first illustrated porn. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. You know, on the on the cave wall, right next to the Ock. Right, right. There's the uh, there's the um, the fertility uh, goddess. It, I got it. This is Ock. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this isn't worth putting much more attention to. But I just <laughs> I wanted to know whether you thought and, and and obviously you think it's stupidity. I I wonder if it's if, a little bit more than that. But that's me. Well, you know what? There may have been somebody in Disney that was either racist or – I mean, let's face it. Mankind has been making porn forever. So the idea that they that they did porn, that's it's absolutely intuitive that they would have. Okay. Hey, look. I can make him do this. <laughs> All right. So, Max, what else do you got? Uh, I don't know which one to go to next. It's so much, so much fun. I think, we'll, I think we'll end with Pippa if that's all right. Sure. So uh, – I, I do want to get to one news of the weird story because it was just uh, – <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I shouldn't laugh. It's a love story between the two worst criminals in the history of Sweden. You know, I think I read up uh, something in passing about this. Go ahead, go ahead and tell me some more. An internet chat courtship between Mr. Isakin Johnson, the Sakara cannibal. And Michelle Gustafson, uh, he was, by the way, uh, convicted of eating his girlfriend, <laughs> literally. Well, she probably feels safe from that because he's locked up. <laughs> his new girlfriend is a woman who who's known as the Vampire Woman, who was convicted <laughs> of uh, killing a father of four and drinking his blood. <laughs> they sound, so, these people sound like they were made for each other. It must have been love at first tweet. It was exactly that. 
and within like 26 days, they they decided to get engaged. <laughs> the pair will almost certainly remain locked up forever. Hopefully, they'll get to to a honeymoon in Hades. Uh, the woman says she wants to have dogs and pursue our hobbies, piercing and tattoos. Great. So great. Now that's the worst of humanity, right there. Yeah. Oh, it is for sure. I I, uh, I have nothing to I have nothing to add. <laughs> now I still have uh, I still have Pippa to go to. I want to finish with Pippa. All right. Lady Gaga in England won a court battle against the release of a single by a cartoon character called Lady Gugu. And Lady Gugu's cartoon character did a song called The Moshi Dance. Uh-huh. My question to you, oh judge and jury, is is that sort of fair use? Would that it have worked in the United States? Should Lady Gaga be allowed to suppress the Moshi Dance? Whew. I mean, I, yeah, that's a that's a tough one, Max. You know, because I I've always been against, you know, um, you can't use the uh, the word faces book because we own Facebook and it's too similar. And that's exactly what Lady Gaga's argument right. was. Right, and I'm not sure that I I wholeheartedly agree with that. So listen, I have us down to about three minutes left. Okay, do you need that time for Pippa? Pippa went skiing. The other day, she did a cross-country ski, 56 miles. Wow. And at the end, this guy... She's got a great ass, by the way. Did you know that? <laughs> I heard that, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're two for two. Um, and this guy comes up and puts a smooch on her cheek. One of the points that they make in the, in this, I still think she looks like Master Brady a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, is that she's not a royal, and therefore she gets no protection. Interesting. I'm thinking she's a huge public figure, right? You know, and and she gets no we'll... official British protection. That's right. She's got mucho, mucho bucks, though. She could hire her own. I mean, there's lots of people in the United States who don't get government protection, but they hire right. bodyguards and and people. To watch over them. So, yeah, I, you know, she might have to do that. Yeah. And I'm a fan, and, and I'm a little bit worried about Pippa. That, <laughs> you know, somebody's going to come up and snatch her for ransom or something. Uh, no pun intended, right? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> We're talking about Pippa here. We have to be nice. <laughs> yes, okay. I'll remember that. But she's, uh, they said in the story, she's more popular than the princess right now. Mm-hmm. It, you know, Pippa's sort of. The everything. And, um, right. you know, I, I could see how they could say, all right, Kate's a member of the royal family now, so she gets royal protection. Right. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think we should. Yeah. I don't think we should leave Pippa out there to, to fend for herself. She's got a great ass. Right. Well, I think we can sum up today's show, Max, it, very, yeah. very simply. What's that? By mentioning Rush Limbaugh, we already spent too much time on him. Number one. That's true. Number two, right. there are still lots of crazy people in politics. Yeah. Right? Number That's three, true. there's lots of crazy people out there in jail, thank God. Yes. And to me, it sounds like I think we can say that Pippa may have surpassed your other heartthrob. Well, no, oh, your other oh. heartthrob. Oh, yeah. Well, I hadn't thought about that. Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. I think she may have passed it. <laughs> I, because I think you were really disappointed that she married the guy from that stupid movie. 
Well, yeah, and you know what? I never did my movie review of The Green Hornet and The Green Lantern. <laughs> but I have to say that I liked uh, The Green Hornet better than I liked The Green Lantern. Okay. And uh, Ryan Reynolds, right. a big star. I actually like him. But The Green Lantern sucked. <laughs> did you see it? No, I don't watch movies like that. I'm not into that kind of stuff. It was one of the more boring movies I've ever seen in my life. Well, the Green Hornet was stupid. <laughs> That's and, why I don't watch that, movies like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, did you see? Oh, 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 oh! I saw the funniest thing. Um, they were talking about Mormons, <laughs> and they were talking about how they have this pool that you have to be baptized in. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the. It's another subject we probably should save for another time. But the the baptism, the the after death baptism of the Jews that the Mormons. Oh yeah, I've I've, I've heard about that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember where I saw this, and I apologize for stealing it, but it's too good of a lie. <laughs> they have this this baptismal font, and it's on like seven the backs of seven bulls or backs of seven lions. I forget. And you walk in there, and they they dunk you. As a substitute for the dead person, mm-hmm. they've already baptized Anne Frank seven times. Right, and got in trouble for it. Right, right. But but the line was <laughs> through this they can go back in time and retroactively baptize these people, and and, and they cut to the guy from Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> Go, is it a hot tub time machine? There's a picture of a of my primitive ancestry, <laughs> which stood on rocky shores and kept the beaches shipwrecked. So I respect that a lot. I'd be fired if that were my job. After killing Jason off and countless screaming Argonauts.